Christmas magic inherently um, donates all of the money they embezzle to like um, orphan, adorable orphans and like <laughs> lame puppies and things. The ugly orphans? Nope, nothing for them. <laughs> nope. Welcome to episode number 139 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, the late night edition. Curl up by the fire. Boys and girls, get comfortable. Creepy. Swirl some brandy around that snifter. Yeah, no, um... (laughs) Can you play some smooth jazz in the background for this? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to pay royalties on that now. Um, no, my name is Cole Ross, and I am your host. It is late. It's later than we usually record, so I apologize for my uh, for my torpor here. Uh, but I am joined via Skype today by our full retinue. Uh, let's, uh, let's do a roll call, fellas. This is Dennis Furia. David Mysmith. Ben Merkel. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Uh, this is our holiday episode, but... Uh, you know, we really don't have anything special planned. Um, I just wanted to get one in here this week since we did take last week off. You know, we're gonna we're gonna keep it constant here. It's been a while since we heard from Dennis. This uh, this uh, this uh, week is gonna be all what we have been playing. We're gonna come back on the other side with uh, you know, after the new year with uh, with some more news, etc. The normal format. So uh, no music breaks, no anything. Let's jump right into it. Dennis, speak for yourself. Yeah. First off, I apologize. I uh, I've had combination of sickness and craziness and all sorts of things keep me uh from the show so it's it's good to be back and i i think i've i've done a good job of building up a repertoire of games to talk about so you're on thin ice mister proceed i i I will try to earn my way back into the circle of trust here (laughs) um i uh i i'm still playing uncharted i i'm going through my uh crushing mode run uh to get that sweet sweet gold trophy and uh, surprisingly, I've found all the spots that are supposed to be more, you know, the, the most infuriating spots in the game, or the hardest spots in the game, I've actually breezed past them in crushing mode, which is really weird. So I don't know if it's one of those things where, like, if you, if you do something and then sleep and then come back to it, you'll, you'll learn it faster. But apparently doing this on, on hard and then coming back to it on crushing has, has enabled me to, to get through it. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm sailing through that and, uh, and still enjoying it. Are you sailing through that towards the destination of platting this game? Yes. Oh, I, I want to platinum all of the Uncharted games. So okay. I've, I've done the first one. I'm very close on the second one though. I need to do my crushing run through, which is, which is going to take a while. Uh, and then I'm, I'm about halfway on the third. Understood. Yeah. But it's, I, I think they, they make it within reach. So most games have like a trophy that's just so insanely out of reach like get 100 million kills or you know something like that where if i played this game for 30 years maybe i would unlock it <laughs> and it's just not worth it most of the time but the uncharted games do a good job of, of keeping it within reach so that's that's, that's uh, important that is you know achievement and trophy design that's a that that is a black art it really yeah. is. It, it's a new art as well yeah i mean before what a couple of years ago no one really had to think about it the cup i mean six years ago but okay <laughs> you know what xbox is like a pseudo system so <laughs> hey you know what i mean I, I as as a person who owns all of them it's a big happy family so, that's right congratulations to thank you. you on my on my uh acquisition 
You've gotten the platinum trophy for consoles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Although I am missing the Neo Geo, so if anybody has a Neo Ooh. Geo to send me, wait, no, do you have a Virtual Boy? Uh, no, I do not. Uh, I was <laughs> I was about <laughs> to put a disclaimer. Have we kind of shut that? No, no. I, I, there there were some good games on Virtual Boy, like the like the Wario Land. There was a good Wario Land on there. It's it's mostly just an infuriation device more than a gaming platform. The Virtual Boy? I think I I think the work the Virtual Boy is uh, responsible for me not having 2020 vision. Yeah, see, I, I, I had always heard it present as being like do-it-yourself clockwork orange. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So, so, so Un- Uncharted, I mean, are you seeing is, anything from a, from a new perspective um, going through it on a higher difficulty? Uh, like I said, I've been surprised at how I've kind of breezed through the areas that I thought I would get really st- uh, stuck on. So I think I think what it's done is the, the ratchet up difficulty level has made me um, play it more as a game and less as an, as an experience. So I think a big part of the Uncharted game is acting. Like it's an acting game almost as much as it is as it is a um, an acting game. Like the extent of like heavy rain. Uh no, not quite to that extent, but that that would be the perfect example of an acting the, game. The where platonic really, ideal, yeah. Yeah, the part of the fun is playing as that character, and so uh, on the harder difficulty level, I'm thinking less about what would Nathan Drake do, what would look really cool, and you know, and and thinking more about how do I survive and tactically, what's the best move, <laughs> um, which has probably got me through better. Yeah. Um, I've actually played the last couple of chapters with my my wife watching, mm-hmm. um, and she's been sucked right into the story, so it's been kind of cool. To see her, you know, join in and and enjoy watching it just like she would a, a blockbuster movie. Cool, but that's I mean I've talked ad infinitum about Uncharted <laughs> past. Yeah. Um, Ben, so. w- what uh, what level, what difficulty level did you play Uncharted at? Normal, and I thought that was an unreasonable difficulty. <laughs> unreasonably really? high or unreasonably low? <laughs> unreasonably high. <laughs> Are like, we talking like just, Devil May Cry level, or no? Just like it, like how every like bad guy can throw a grenade at your feet, and yeah. every bad every bad guy needs like four shots to the head before they die, and so it it's just a kind of a harder transition to make from going from Modern Warfare Two to that. I hate when games um, in higher difficulty levels make headshots stop working. That really annoys I was, me. I was going to ask, like, how do they scale the difficulty? Because there are games that do difficulty scaling really well. I'm thinking, of, you know, specifically of like Halo, where they will make the enemies smarter. Um, and then there are games that do it very wrong, and they do it by just scaling, you know, how much of a bullet soak they are. I mean, like, like what flavor like is Uncharted? Yeah. Uh, Dennis would probably be able to answer that one. Yeah. I think if I think the way Uncharted, the way I've noticed it in Uncharted primarily, is that you take damage a lot faster. So I, I haven't so much noticed that the bad guys are harder to kill. Though it, it's just kind of Uncharted's uh, mo that you know headshots don't really work and bad guys are always just kind of take way more damage than is realistic. And it's it is it's totally the opposite end of the spectrum from oh, like see, a modern warfare. I remember in the first game getting almost all my kills as one-shot headshots. Interesting. 
No, it's it's really hard to get headshots, uh, especially now that the enemies kind of move a little more fluidly. But uh, it's kind of funny because when you take damage, everything goes black and white. And so for large portions of the game on <laughs> on any difficulty, really, is as long as you're the kind of play style that takes a lot of damage, it's basically like watching an old black and white movie. It's like how you should have played L.A. Noir. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have you been playing, uh, Dennis? Um, I got Battlefield 3. Ooh. And all I will say is I, I started the campaign in that game thinking, like, oh, I'll use single player to get used to the <laughs> controls. And all that bitching I did about Uncharted 3's single player, I just want to apologize to Naughty Dog. I was wrong <laughs> to do that. Um, I had gotten myself completely out of context with where they lie on the spectrum of the quality of single player experiences because Battlefield 3 is abysmal. It's and, just broken. And you're somebody who really, really liked Battlefield Bad Company 2, right? Oh, yeah. I loved it. And this just – it sucks. <laughs> it's so bad. Like laughably so. The, there's one level where you, you get to fly a jet, but you don't get to fly the jet. You get to sit in the gunner's seat and look at other planes um, as you know your your pilot flies you around. It takes you probably five minutes to get up on the flight deck, another five minutes to get your plane in the air, and then it's this like poor on rails shooter. That I mean, just, just it, it kind of it was so bad that I was angry at it. <laughs> you know, like I was I was legitimately like. This this makes me mad. This should not happen on a game of this magnitude. Do you think that they're going for like realism over gameplay then? Yeah, but reality bites. So, <laughs> uh, would you agree with me? Um, kind of my assessment of it um, was that the Battlefield Three, a lot of its formula just doesn't work for single player. That it's a uh, uh, all the way around, you know, you being one of a crap ton of soldiers. Mm -hmm. And so it just doesn't work when you are the soldier. No, I think that's absolutely right. And I think, yeah, so, you know, when you're flying around this plane, you really feel like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that much. This, this really isn't that fun. And there's a whole bunch, you know, there's radio chatter about a whole bunch of cool stuff going on, (laughs) but, uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll keep on looking for bad guy planes, I guess. And so, yeah, they do. Hmm. I was just going to say, they, the game does radio chatter really well. Especially in multiplayer, which I've, I've, I've really enjoyed the multiplayer so far. So that's, that's been a high point. But I'm sure, I mean, David, you've talked about the multiplayer, and I, I don't think I have anything uh, new to add to it. Well, I would be interested because, you know, um, the uh, console multiplayer is, you know, a smaller scale. Um, do you feel, does it feel a bit more like... Um, modern warfare-esque because of that or do you think it still stays you know the big it still feels big no it's 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 definitely a lot bigger than modern warfare the one i will complain about is um so the way they handle the quote-unquote invisible wall where you know where it you know inevitably needs to happen eventually is they'll have kind of the edge of the battle zone if you walk outside you'll get a countdown of 10 seconds and someone yelling at you, you know, get back in here, soldier, and, you know, all that sort of thing. And it gets to the end of 10 seconds and you're still outside the, the playable zone, you you commit suicide. Which makes total sense, right? <laughs> well, in 1942, uh, in it was... Be, um, shot for desertion. Yeah. yeah, shot for desertion. 
<laughs> so yeah, it, it basically that same formula. The only problem is that it's really easy in some places to get into that zone. Especially if you're if you're in a helicopter, so helicopters and oh, yeah. and jets and other other uh, the basically flying vehicles are immune to those zones because obviously you need a wider space to operate in. You're you're kind of scaling back by an order of magnitude, so it's you're not restricted like that. However, if you are a passenger uh, or the pilot and need to bail out of this helicopter uh, because you're getting shot down or, or anything like that, the zone suddenly comes back into effect. So I've had places where I just got screwed um, because I needed to jump out. The helicopter was going down and um, I was close enough that it would have been fairly easy for me to get back into the battle. But because the helicopter had flown so far out of the playable zone, I, I automatically committed suicide. <laughs> and I, you know, I know that's um, like, come on. There's a couple of spawn points that spawn you. Like if you back up, You'll go out of the zone. Yes, yeah. Um, I know in previous Battlefield games, um, like players eventually learned there were a couple of areas where you could take shortcuts through the zone, and you know if you did it quickly enough, you wouldn't um, you wouldn't do the ten seconds and get killed. Interesting. I also think that the zones. Or I know the zones are different for the defenders and the attackers in rush mode. Uh, which is, is is basically defend the base only over over multiple areas, but the zones are different depending on which team you're on, and so it is. It's really easy uh, as an attacker if you're if you're do, or excuse me a defender if you're doing a good job if you're kind of forcing the attackers back to kind of reach this artificial limit where you have to wait and let them come to you. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's it's kind of confusing, honestly, why they would do that when the entire game is based around. Large scale, but I mean, other than that, it's it's got a robust unlock system. Um, by and large, I haven't felt like I've I've had too many unfair deaths uh, outside of the whole zones thing, and uh, I really enjoy rush mode. I think it's it's very well balanced. Um, I haven't come across a map where one side just dominates over the other, and it's it's always been exciting. So uh, I, that's that's what I pretty much exclusively play. So just ignore the single player. Basically, oh, yeah. yeah. You you know take bite the bullet, uh, kind of figuratively and literally, and and go into multiplayer to learn the ropes because yeah. uh, single player isn't worth your time. I also the the one other game that I'll talk about tonight uh, picked up a, a game called Buzz Trivia. Oh yeah, does that ring a bell? Yes, it does. It's it's basically um, Trivial Pursuit only dressed up as a, a big game show, and uh, and on the PS3, and you get like these actual handheld buzzers. It's a peripheral. Uh, where you've got a big buzzer on top and then colored buttons to choose your answers. Uh, and it's really, really fun. So um, I think my wife found it on like a Craigslist thing for $25. Uh, and the, the set normally costs $100. What's cool about that is there's actually a lot of downloadable question packs you can get for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like if you want like more movie trivia or more TV trivia or more history trivia, you can actually like cultivate your set of questions. To be like, yeah. this is how I want it to be. And I haven't gotten looked at that yet, but it, it is a, a very easy formula to keep fresh. Yeah. So no. it's like rock band for nerds. Actually, that is a very apt description. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love trivia. Um, I'm a big fan. Um, I, although I, ha- I, I haven't played a lot of it. The new, like, You Don't Know Jack game. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I see, I've I always seen really those, good. like, from 
back in the day on the PC. Are those like are those those are a good big franchise? Yeah, I mean they I mean they it's been around forever. But their thing is, you know, it's like, hey, it's a trivia game, but it's really kind of like irre- you know, irreverent. So the questions are actually like funny and uh, they kind of throw you off guard a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I am the kind of person who if I go to a bar that has trivia, I'm the guy who actually has the little, the little thing and plays it, you know? Oh, yeah. Whereas like everybody else is playing the poker, you know, I'm playing the trivia. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so it's the perfect party game, too. Mm hmm. Like it's it's so much fun to and it's easy for people to jump into, yeah. Uh, which is very important because I feel like there are a lot of games that have good cooperative play, but it's like, hey, let's invest three hours in you getting competent at this game, and then we can have fun. Yeah. Um, whereas this, you just jump in and as long as you can hit a button, you're good. I'd I'd get in fights over a trivia video game, honestly, <laughs> if I was playing with other people. <laughs> this is well playing with other people. Um, Works well on on as long as you've got four people locally. It breaks down in, in two other uh, other ways though. Um, one, we tried going online because we were like, yeah, it'd be really fun to compete against some other people other than just you know the people in the house. And we waited for about five minutes uh, for someone else to join the servers. No, no. Uh, before we were like, yeah, this this isn't going to happen. So the online community is completely dead. Um. Which you know, I think most of the fun comes with playing people you know, uh, but it's it's kind of sad to see that no one is at least at the time we were on, no one was on. Yeah. What? Uh, hey, hey, De- hey, Dennis. What's the word that you that you use to describe um, a piece of plastic that plugs into uh, that plugs into a video game system? A Ethernet cable? No, no. You said peripheral. Per- peripheral? Yeah. Um, ben, what do you say? Do you say peripheral, peripheral, or accessory? Peripheral. Really? Wow. David? Peripheral, but I should say that that's my job. <laughs> I'm the only person who says accessory, it feels like. Okay, I just wanted, I just wanted to take a, take a little straw poll there. Somehow, I hear, I hear accessory, and I think like a, a cute bracelet. <laughs> you, know? you know, you have to, you have to really, you know, it really makes your ensemble pop. But uh, <laughs> Oh my God, Joanne, is that the new peripheral? <laughs> <laughs> is that the I, autumn I say, peripheral line i say accessory <laughs> you know it's like oh no well screw you guys um yeah. but no that's so cool. that, that was one we we tried to go multiplayer that way and it didn't work and then also we you know we have relatively large groups of people over uh anytime one of our families visits, visits we have easily eight people so we wanted to get another set of the buzzers but it's impossible to find them apart from a, a whole nother game. Oh, you're in for a whole fucking ride with that. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, so I mean, it's... No one's third-partied or figured no, out... Oh, no. ...like a hack for it. <laughs> Mad Cats isn't touching it, I guess. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel, it's, it's, it's gonna, I feel like it's going to be this like adventure quest item <laughs> where I've got to do all these crazy loops and you know figure out all these ways to, to find it because I... I can't like I googled it, eBayed it. It just it, they don't exist unless yeah. I want to buy a whole other game, yeah. which we might end up doing. So, Do it. I mean, how, how expensive could it be? You're talking like what, thirty bucks? Oh no, 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 hundred bucks. <laughs> Are you kidding bucks me? For the, for the four buzzer set? Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I mean, it's a sixty dollar game plus. I guess that's ten dollars per controller. Wow. Buzzer. Yeah, it's, no, it's that's insane. Crazy. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, you just so have we, to decide if it's worth it to you. Yeah, we really lucked into the this first set because we got it for twenty five dollars. 
Um, and but I mean, we, we've had a ton of fun playing it, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it might be worth that investment, if, especially if we start hosting more often. Neat. Yeah. Cool. So it's it's been a good time. Next time you guys are in town, we'll have to take it for a spin, start oh, some fights. I will. I, I, I will. I will. I just destroy all of you in trivia, honestly. Careful what you say, man. I've been practicing. <laughs> I've, I've been reading Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Even the discussion pages. <laughs> Ooh, that's, oh, that's, see, uh, the discussion pages are what I read on Wikipedia. <laughs> that's deep water. Oh, man. That, that is that is deep, deep, murky water. So yeah. is that it for you, Dennis? Yeah, I um I, I've taken a trek back through a whole bunch of downloadable games um that I've you know I've talked about before, played before, just feeling eclectic and wanting to make shorter investments of time. So I've been playing a lot of those, uh playing some PS one stuff, but nothing that I haven't talked about before. It's it's all been good. Cool. Um so who wants to go next? I I can jump up. Okay, yeah, good. Um yeah, you know, I I think last time I said I um, grabbed um, Call of Cthulhu on the uh, cheap. Yeah. So I've been playing through that. Um, I just got be- through the first like being chased through the streets after the the rooftops after you um, go to bed thing. Ooh. Oh, I love that! I love that part so of the good. game. See, I feel like the problem is. It was good the first time I tried it and failed and died, but the, the I feel like the timing, the amount of time you have to actually get away is so incredibly, um, it was so incredibly short that the only way I could do it is by explicitly planning, you know, Run here, turn one a degrees, hit latch, run here, turn you know planning every step out, and at that point it ceased being a chase scene and mm. became some sort of like rhythm game, yeah, you do have to do it perfectly, but just the 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 sense of like oppressive like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit never really leaves it because sure. you're you okay. because you know if you if you perfect it, you know perfect one step like okay, I did it now I know that I have to push that bookshelf in front of this thing or now I know I have to make that jump, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, okay, what's next, and until you complete the section that that never diminished for me like that sense sure. you know that, sure. that 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 sense of that so yes it it does demand a lot of you, but it's 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 still just so like interesting and just yeah, per, I don't know. pursuit I mean... pursuit is so so seldom used. As a as, as a game mechanic, you know. Yeah, I I still though I've got to say like, Grant, I've only seen this part and tried some of this a little bit of the stealth, but I feel like they should have made. I don't know. I just feel like that's a real weak spot. Oh, don't just, worry. It changes genres about five times. So yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I think the the storyline so far is really good. Um. The atmosphere is good. I really like um, that there's a couple of points where, like, if you happen to, when you're exploring um, the city, where if you happen to look through, like, windows and stuff, you'll see, like, um, you know, weird things briefly. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, like, you know, someone, like, drag, like, some foot, um, some, like, feet into into a um, room and close the door, Just like, the walk past hefting a body, stuff like that. Um, 
So I, that's really well done. The one thing that really is continuing to bother me, though, is just how incredibly stupid your character is forced to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, by the point where I nonchalantly go to sleep in this hotel, I have, fa- I have um, found, I think, three dead bodies um, just lying around in the town have been exposed to one overt monster, <laughs> have, confer- have more or less confirmed that, like, some conspiracies going on through the town, and straight up proven that the guy, the manager of the hotel I'm nonchalantly going to sleep in, makes a regular practice of waiting till people go to sleep, killing them and eating them. <laughs> not just killing them and eating them, but like vivisecting them while they're still alive. Right. Yeah, and which I'm not, is I'm like, not talking like oh, like it's been implied. I'm talking like you find the dead bodies and his journal, <laughs> <laughs> and you at no point, or 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 just the point where like shortly after that, I like walk over to the kitchen and spent. Like five minutes, like, no, I really think you want to pick up the meat cleaver. It might be important. <laughs> this could come in handy. <laughs> so, I don't know, like... People's Exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> Genre blindness. Yep. But, um, you know, it's really good. Um, I feel like they... I don't know, I like the fact that they actually made it a really a Lovecraft game as opposed to... Um, just Love, being like Lovecraftian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the one thing I am interested in is according to the game, I'm twenty one percent through the game. So is it really that short? It's about a nine hour game, I'd say. Okay. Nine, ten, maybe twelve. Depends on how you how, how much you know what you're doing, honestly. Um yeah. No and it doesn't measure um progress by time, it measures progress by number of um by number of uh save points. And okay. save points get, you know, further spaced out and as and you kind yeah. of as you go. So interesting. Yeah. Just just so, by um, the way that's been really enjoyable. Dennis? Yeah, um, just by the way, I was I was yeah. gonna say before you move on from that, after you finish it, go listen to the watch out for fireballs on it because I, I listened to that episode um, like years after I played the game, and it's just so good to to relive that. So, I think having it fresh in my mind would have been even better. Thank you for taking that bullet, so I didn't have to be the one to, sh- <laughs> to shamelessly cross promote. <laughs> uh, no, it, it it really was. I think that's that's probably been my favorite episode of the show to date because that's the game I was most familiar with. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, everybody Continue. do that. Yeah, sorry about that. Everybody do that. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be interested to see um what they do, particularly with the um pseudo spoilers but with the um oh shadow out of time stuff. Because um, you know, that's uh one of the uh creatures in Lovecraft's um stories that are pro- that are dramatically less um overtly hostile than um than normal. It's so, it's um, literally bookends, and most of it is in an, in an ending that you can't get unless you play perfectly. So after you finish it, you're going to have to look it up look it up on YouTube. I don't want to yeah. spoil anything, but but just that 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 is what it is. It's not it's not a huge spoiler because you see it at the beginning, and then you know it literally becomes like oh hey Shadow of Rinsmith. 
for hours and hours and hours and like, oh, after, you know, narrative afterthought kind of thing. Yeah, well, that's unfortunate, but oh well. Um, the other thing um, I've been doing a lot of, um, well, I've been playing a lot of Kingdom of Loathing. They, they're doing their uh, Christmas um, thing, uh, which every year it's pretty epic. Um, I don't know, it's, it's more Kingdom of Loathing craziness. <laughs> more writing to read, really. Yeah, but good writing. Well, yeah, no, I'm, but, I'm not being I'm not being reductive. And then, um, you know, the the other, the last thing I've been doing is, um, you know, Cole uh, gifted me the um, humble indie bundle, which has been awesome. Um, yeah, that's uh, the most recent one. And when you're listening to this, it will it will still be available. Uh, so you go to humblebundle.com, and uh, if you if you donate above the average, which right now is uh, is is five fifteen. Um, you get uh, two extra games, but it's uh, Gratuitous Space Battles, Cave Story Plus, Jamestown, um, Bit Trip Runner, Super Meat Boy Shank, and Night Sky HD. I think this is probably the most star-studded of the uh, Humble Bundle so far. That's pretty strong. I've got to say, um, Jamestown, I just played a little bit. I love steampunk. I kind of enjoyed their, like, random, let's find ways to make, like, um, Colonial America happened on Mars. <laughs> um, that I haven't gotten much into whether the gameplay is that good or not, but I, at the very least, I I respect what they're doing with that. <laughs> um, I played a little bit, very little bit of Shank. Um, unfortunately, you know, when you start up on the PC, they say, "Hey, you should be playing with a um, uh, gamepad." It's definitely true. And it's a good enough game that I'm kind of holding off until I can figure out how to do that. Pro tip, um, go to a store and get the silver Xbox 360 uh, controller with the uh, play and charge kit. That is one of the only ones that doubles as both a wireless and wired um, remote. Nice. Um, But I'm really enjoying it. It's basically 2D Devil May Cry. Huh. you know, just a lot of just random, you know, like jump off the walls and, you know, blast people up into the air and then stab them like 82 times. Very, uh, very, very uh, like hand-drawn animation, high res kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the animation's really good. The the acting's really good. Um, actually, I found, um, yeah, well, I've, I've just enjoyed that um, a good deal. It's pretty... I like I like the general setting of like um crime land Mexico that yeah. seems like all these things get set in I mm-hmm. kind of enjoy yep um but I've actually been spending uh, most of my time playing uh cave story love that game oh that game is so good I I've I've really enjoyed it um the I was expecting I was expecting it to be really good gameplay and it's been decent but I've r- truly enjoyed the storyline it's nice and simple it's it's good you know yeah yeah and I you know maybe that's part of it is every so often it's nice not to ha- play an anti-hero <laughs> yeah. um although except for the fact that like I'm hemorrhaging main characters pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does get dark very quickly but yeah and that's i don't know I, I but i feel like it does it overall in a good way um the only thing that uh uh did kind of um 
oh, pissed me off other than um, oh, having some issues with just the over button pressing logistics of saving the chick that got a little annoying mm-hmm. but um you know got to where you're going to fight the final boss and the difficulty really 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 spikes in a big way that's like par for the course for like 16 bit platformers though yeah but still the the fact that like i got through the majority of the game like very rarely like very rarely even having my guns like drop below full charge mm-hmm. to the point where it's like suddenly all of your guns instantly drop to full charge and it becomes just like straight up platforming. Yeah. So that's that's been a little I don't know. I'm I'm not sure what I think of that so far. Yeah. Hmm. I love the soundtrack in that game too. It's really, really good. The, yeah, I will. The only the only thing I say is, um, depending on how long you take in a level, the looping can get just a little excessive. Nice. But I feel like that's more than made up for by bringing back the the eight bit sound. I think that that game was like developed by one dude. Yeah. Yep. Like, like a single dude in Japan. Huh. So, oh wait, you can get the soundtracks. Shit. Yeah, yeah, they just released the soundtrack. Yeah, which you, you, you guys really are entitled to those. To make that ringtone. Yeah, you guys are entitled to those too. So go ahead and download those if you if you can. So. Hopefully, my computer can handle that. <laughs> download, <laughs> downloading the man, you got problems. Uh, I I think there there might be a a new laptop in my near future, and so I I will I will get to those games. Yeah. I'm excited. So, about did, them. did Did you have anything else there, uh, uh, David? The only thing I was going to say is, um, with Cave Story, I guess um, both uh, you played it. Uh, what did you think I've, of I've, pl- some I've of played its... three quarters of the way through. Okay. What did you think of some of its logic? Um, like the fact that apparently a person is more like a person who's about, like moments from death is more likely to survive if you completely ignore them. Yeah, I, I never. I don't think I got to that sequence yet, so I can't comment. Oh well, it's actually fairly, fairly early on. But well, long story short, there's a character that like you come upon like basically dead, and if you just walk past them, they survive. If you interact with them, they don't. Is this the other android chick? No, no. Although okay. that that also gets um, yeah, gets yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to think critically about the game just because it it is it is so lovely. Oh yeah, it's such a good game. Oh, that's where you, that's where you say, "Oh, you cave story, you rascal." <laughs> no. I was gonna say that'd be a nice segue for me to talk into about what I've been playing as well. Yes, because Ooh. because you got. I, I mean, spoiler: I got all of you the humble bundle. So. <gasps> <laughs> no. <laughs> and I got it for myself, but I didn't play any of it. So, um, you know. Uh, so, so yeah. T- tell me, Ben. What's uh, what up? Well, sir, first and foremost, thank you for the bundle. No I problem. appreciated that. And uh, yeah. So, so far this week, I've played Super Meat Boy, Night Sky, and Cave Story RPG as well. Ooh, and so that is those have been the main games that I've been played. I uh, I beat Night Sky. I thought it was fun. It was nice and. The soundtrack's very nice to it. It has uh, smooth jazz for part of it, and kind <laughs> of uh, kind of ambient music for other parts of it. So, mm-hmm. 
Can you help this, me? What this, kind of game is it? Jazz, not ambient music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like, yeah, he's the ambient, like Brian Eno kind of thing. You know. Oh. Um, it's I. I guess you could call it kind of a puzzle game, kind of. Like a you, like a physics puzzler. Yeah, I guess that's kind of it. You're a you're a sphere, but since it's two dimensionals, you're you're a circle, and you move left or right. And uh, on some levels, you can play with play around with gravity. On other levels, you can speed up or slow down your sphere. And uh, I don't know. I mean, there's not really an overt message to the game. There's some kind of, kind of subtle things where. As you play some of the levels, uh, instead of it being your sphere rolling around to the left or right, your sphere will be in some sort of machine, some sort of simple machine. And so uh, if you move to the left or right, it'll move this machine to the left or right. Um, it seems like and- this is this bundle's Osmos, to give you some context, Dennis. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Spheres and all. Yeah. It's so. I mean, it was it was fine. It was a really short game. You know, I played it and beat it in a day. I think, um, but it was nice. It was cute. It was it was nice and ambient and uh, relaxing. I guess so. So that was fine. I played Super Meat Boy for a while until I got frustrated and then I stopped. <laughs> Love that game. It's really really good. <laughs> and then uh, I played some of Cave Story RPG, but I've only played a little bit of that. So. Oh. I mean, what what do yeah. you, you think of uh, of of Cave Story? I mean, uh, your your thoughts. I haven't really played a whole lot of it yet, so mm-hmm. I haven't really wrapped my head around it, or I haven't really gotten to the thick of the story yet, or anything. So, okay, I do not have a really strong opinion about it. One no, way or another I, I'm going to be excited to hear what you think about it. Honestly, okay, yeah. could be because I know that you like. Um, well, maybe I'm maybe I'm projecting a little bit, but you like kind of Metroid style games. Is that is that a, a, an accurate statement? I like Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. So. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> that be, um, it, you know, kind of remind. I never played Metroid really. It reminds me though of uh, the Castlevania games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recent Castlevania games are basically Metroid games. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Since Symphony you know, of the Night. I, I, you know, I've never touched Castlevania, and I feel like I've. Well, no, I, well, I yes, think you, 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 you <laughs> touched the evil bastard child. Yeah, I, I, I touched, I touched Devil May Cryvania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. I was gonna, I was about ready to, 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 to cry foul at you, sir. Yeah. I've never touched a Castlevania game proper. Yeah. Uh, but I, I need to get in that. I, I feel like though, overall, that's one thing the hum, humble bundle doesn't do very well is explain what the different games are like for someone who's plugged into the indie game circuit i I imagine that they'd see me like oh it's those ones whereas i had to like go google and youtube and be like what i I still don't know what bit trip runner is oh it's uh, a neat little game which uh, yeah (laughs) so so i need to they, they need to do a better job of being like this is what you are getting I want to note the, uh, the 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 hilariousness of me calling something in the Hundle Indie Bundle a neat little game because that is literally all that any of them have ever been, have ever been comprised of. Yeah, really <laughs> neat little games. See, yeah. I, I find it um, kind of funny because to me, like I kind of had the opposite. Like most of the games, especially in this bundle, were like, "Wow, I can't," you know, "That's an awesome deal." I can't believe they're you know adding all this to it. 
which I think is probably because I spend like 90% of my time on Steam. Yeah. Huh. But I, ju- I, I find it kind of funny the degree to which like games, especially indie games, can be famous on Steam. Kind of. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's like a, I'm big in New York. I'm famous on Steam. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, you know, it strikes me um, this this whole like the fact that I've spent like probably sixty dollars and five dollar games recently. Um, <laughs> it, it strikes me cuts. as like Steam is some kind of weird inverse Walmart. <laughs> where, like on the one hand, just like Walmart, they're um, the you know a major portion of their business structure is like selling on very minor profit and you know just making nickels and dimes. On the other hand, with the complete the other part of their business strategy is the complete opposite of Walmart, which is let's help mom and pop stores as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like inverse Walmart. <laughs> they're like Walmart only cool. <laughs> Walmart only beloved by millions who are not horrible people. Um, and Walmart, I, I went to a Walmart this weekend. It really is full of horrible people. <laughs> like you know, you sometimes Mark doubt man. if you haven't been there for a while, and then you go and you're like, ugh. I went there looking for looking for matches once, and I I, I had an aneurysm. My my ear started bleeding <laughs> because by by the by it was it was it was 25 minutes later. And like five, uh, I guess they were employees. I don't know. They were they were wearing the uniform um, <laughs> to determine where to get a box of kitten of of kitten matches. No kitchen matches. Um, kitten matches. That sounds kitten. See, I think I don't think they actually have employees. I think it's like you know in the uh, uh, Ocarina of Time, like if you get lost in the woods, you become like. The little skeleton people. I think it's if you get lost in Walmart, you get the outfit. They just give you an outfit. That's funny. They've got those damn smiley faces everywhere. <laughs> just intended to drive you insane. Ben, it's I'm a, I'm a little bit disappointed that you glossed over Super Meat Boy. Um, like 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 you did. Can you expound on that anymore? I, well, I played the first world and got through that, and then I started to play the second world, and I think it got to the level where you have to you're falling down and you're jumping back and forth, and I tried that about maybe fifty times. And then, <laughs> so I was like, I'm turning this off. You need so, to get to the hell levels. I, yeah, that's the thing, man. I don't I don't think I have the patience for that kind All of right. game. Okay. I need I need some sort of storyline to to drive me to the finish line. I do like those interstitials that they have at the beginning and at the beginning and end of each chapter because they're all homages to other <laughs> like eight bit games. Uh, okay, the, I I did really think it was funny where I think it was doing like a very slow uh, shot of a squirrel. It was a squirrel in slow motion, and a single tear was rolling down its cheek, and then a saw blade comes and cut off his head. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember this at all yep i forget what yeah. that was a parody of though but they have a really good one of uh of uh the adventures of lolo they have a really good one of uh they're getting a street fighter 2 uh yeah wait street fighter 2 had plot other than you know fighting in streets the, the uh the demo <laughs> the demo screen like at the arcade oh, okay like the two guys fighting in the street it was neat yeah <laughs> so it does have a story i, I okay i can understand i can understand I, I just wanted to know because it's uh, I, I really enjoyed that game. Although I did get stuck in like World Five in the in the in the hell 
the hell dimension uh, aspect because every every stage, like every every set of stages, and every stage has like an evil alternate kind of area where it gets oh, harder. Okay. So they add more buzz saws and like it changes your path and everything. What did you think of the uh, of the replay gimmick, Ben? We're uh, at the end. How it shows all your meats and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds. I just got way weird. more interested in this game. <laughs> yeah. oh, just so much meat uh, splattering no, everywhere. I, that was pretty fun because you could, yeah, you could see your progress, and so it'd be like, oh yeah, only two of my meat boys made it to this point, and then mine made it to the end. So yeah, <laughs> I mean that was that was kind of cool. Okay, and a lot of them die. Yeah, so many <laughs> die. So very many die. Um, <laughs> so, uh, do you mind if I, uh, finish this out? Yes, please. Go. Okay. Um, so last week or a week before that, I forget exactly when time is a blur fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I got a PlayStation three and, um, with my PlayStation three, I decided to go and buy some PlayStation three games and I purchased, um, uncharted Two, demon's souls. And um, the Eco Shadow of the Colossus HD collection. Ooh, nice. Have you played Uncharted 1? No. Okay, stop that. Don't play <laughs> stop, Uncharted stop, 2. Stop doing that thing you're doing right stop, now. Stop, yeah, stop not doing that thing. That thing <laughs> being playing Uncharted 1. Okay. Uh, I, I, you don't have to play these games in order, but well, you have to play these games in order. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, just, just do especially that. Especially the, the second one kind of comes pretty directly from the first one yeah i like, want to throw in my voice to this argument right. i played the second one first i thought the second game was great i didn't think i needed any additional information from the first game i played the first game after that and i thought i didn't like it that much so. which is why you need to play the first game first. <laughs> so, so i need to manage my expectations is that what you're telling me well i, I I'm, the, okay, so I'll, much of this game is in the characters and so much of the characters is in getting to know them and mm-hmm. so much of getting to know them is like spending time playing, with them, playing them in order. So do that anyway. I, I won't. I won't shut you down because well, if, if can, you can point it, out like yeah. a um, something that's sort of kind of a spoiler, except not the fact that um, you know fairly early in in Chard One, Sully apparently dies, and if you've played any of the others, <laughs> he's not dead. Well. <laughs> Okay, I was spoiled by watching some trailers for the for the third game. So. Yeah, right. But, but yeah. you know, you know, you know what I mean, though. I mean, there, there's yeah. those sorts of things where. No, I fully understand what you mean. Um, I, I've 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 fully intended of uh, you know to play the the first Uncharted. You know, as as you know, before I played the the second one. Um, really, what it boiled down to was it was a buy two get one, and um. Uncharted 2 is kind of considered to be this masterpiece of a must-own game, and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, if I'm gonna like straight up own any of them, I want it to be the second one. That's um, fair. That's so, fair. so yeah, that was that was my rationale. But I haven't played it, so we don't have to worry about it. Okay. <laughs> no, in fact, due to craziness, I am, I'm getting schedule. in my car now. I'm gonna drive out with my copy of Uncharted One. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, no, no. I've, I mean, due, due to you know, kind of general craziness in life, etc. Um, and being completely consumed by Dark Souls, um, I haven't had an awful lot, but I did play, you know, the first uh, hour or so of of Eco on the Shadow of Colossus Eco Collection. Um, Eco is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I, I I love it. 
you know, if, 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 you know, there's ever a discussion of like, what's your favorite level in a video game? I would just say the entirety of the entirety of eco full stop. (laughs) I think it is a beautiful singular expression of like what an ideal video game, you know, as, as like an interactive experience should be. Um, and this HD remake completely does it justice. It looks exactly how I remember it, like looking at my head, you know, because going back and playing it on a, a standard definition television now, after knowing like what games can look like, is a little bit disappointing. But now being able to see it in high definition and on um, in a widescreen is really, really uh, kind of illuminating, and it still looks amazing, still plays great, and uh, God, that castle is just as haunting as ever, really. So, so yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. Does it still have um, save couches? Yes, still has big, giant stone save couches. All right. I I just remember, I I guess I remember those to the degree that, like, when I came upon the weird, like, couches on the edge of the canyons in Alan Wake, like, I had the overwhelming urge to save. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do they so the the bundle of games? Does it go for the full sixty dollars that games are going for right now? Or? Uh, forty, forty for both of those. Wow. No, it's good. Wait, I mean, how this happen? No, I mean it's the it's the Eco Shadow of the Colossus um, uh, HD collection. It's a uh, forty bucks on the PlayStation Three. You just buy it. You have it. Own it. Love it. You know, two of those twenty dollar thingies. Yeah, two of those tw- slick twenty dollar bills. Some yeah, Jacksons? Just, yes. Some Jackson, yes. Jacksons. I'm surprised that I knew that. Yeah, no, I, I, I about made a, made a See, guess. See, it's, it's just, it's easy to remember just by how horribly ironic it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, um, yeah, no, that's, that's really good. I'm, I'm happy with that purchase. That takes me back to a, to a time and a place, and that is, uh, that is definitely a purpose that video games should serve. Especially kind of these retrospective like reimaginings, because like I said, it looks exactly like you remember it looking before you realize that things could be in high definition or in widescreen or, or whatever. It ma- it matches your your mind's eye, your recollection, you know, and that and that's important, I think. Yeah. I think I'm still pseudo in love with that princess <laughs> with Yorda. Yeah, like some 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 uh, some like innocent corner of my heart. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 good. I like it. I haven't played Shadow of the Colossus, which I think is what everybody here is really would would be kind of like more interested in. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, um, man, I, I really don't relish. I don't relish needing to go back through and like do all the time trials again to get all the items. That's uh, that's gonna be. That's gonna <laughs> do be. You get, tough to can do. you get a trophy for that? <laughs> he he's, he says wiping his nose furiously. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's neat um no i'm liking this playstation 3 though it does a good job of streaming media which is which is uh something that uh since i do not own a windows pc something my my xbox does not do as you know as well as i would like it to uh, you'll be happy to, to know ben that it does read my uh my mkv files of the wire so that is something hey. that will be I, I'm, I'm planning on like christmas day like christmas day is my one full day of like doing fuck all nothing so I want to okay. I want to uh, do, do do at least some of that then. So season one, dude, knock it out. Season one, just get it all get it all done. Do that. Uh, Merry, <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I, I've also been play, like like I said, I've been playing Dark Souls. I mean, I know that I've talked it to death, um, but I will say 
um that uh it's weird because there's this there's this like time dilation effect with it where you know i think i've put like 40 hours into it now Hmm. something like that um and i'm i'm just now kind of in the final stretches of the game because you get to a certain point and it's like You'll remember several episodes ago when I was first talking about the game, I was talking about how ridiculous the the intro was because it was like this big roll call of these great lords that, you know, helped defeat the dragons and like, and it was the Grave Lord and the Scareless Dragon and the Queen of Chaos and everything. But I didn't realize that when they were doing that, it wasn't them just being like, um, it wasn't them being, uh, you know, nonsensical. It was them saying like, okay, look at these awesome dudes that you are going to have to go murder with your bare hands <laughs> wait so basically at some point the game becomes um god of war pretty much it becomes this weird like combination of god of war slash uh, shadow of the colossus because most of these people are gigantic <laughs> <laughs> i love i love that video game take if you become really awesome you just start growing <laughs> well no you're still this dude with a little i mean i'm a I'm wearing wizard robes and I'm carrying a a shield and a spear and I'm just some dude and I'm like casting these gigantic like arcane bolts that are flying at these guys and my spear is like imbued with lightning so I'm like running up to these gigantic iron you know colossi and like stabbing them in the feet until they take down to a knee and then doing like a big combo and trying to trip them off these uh, these bridges and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, like you get to a certain point where it stops being like this semi-linear pro- progression. It's it's always like this open world kind of thing, but like it's, it's it straight up says you're going to have to go and kill these four lords. And uh, this isn't a huge spoiler because, like I said, it's set up in the beginning. Um, but yeah, it's this huge sense of like, okay, now it really opens up, and you're going to have to go and do this in whatever order you so choose, or more accurately in whatever order is most easy so as you know to facilitate you not dying instantly the second you step foot into an area yeah. um but i will say that before as you get to that to the rest of the game where that never happens <laughs> <laughs> um touche no um but i will say that there's kind of like this one two punch um about uh, like the midway point of the game of these two areas that you go to one is called sen's fortress um, which is this, uh, I, I think, you know, I was talking about like favorite levels. If Eco is number one, maybe Sen's Fortress is number two for me now. Um, because huh. Sen's Fortress is literally made of traps. Huh. And as you go about it, you memorize it. So I could probably run it flawlessly now because I know the timing of the swinging blades and the boulders that are, that are going to, you know, come running down and the, uh, the, the trap doors and the, and the arrows that shoot out the side, out the sides of the walls, um, it's really really cool. I would love to see a Super Meat Boy esque replay of all the times <laughs> you've tried this level. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I probably worked on it for about three days. Oh my gosh! Not like three days straight, but three you know three evenings uh, of sitting down and like opening up a play session and like okay, I'm going to go do this. But after you do that, you get to this new area that, like, for, for all of the um, kind of, like, gameplay awesomeness of Sense Fortress, again, saying the bad word gameplay, I don't like that word, um, but you get into this, like, gigantic lost city that completely takes a 180 and is, like, yes, it's kind of straightforward as you play it, but it is just awe-inspiringly, breathtakingly beautiful. 
like from a visual design standpoint, because everything you've seen up to this point has been, you know, like, uh, you know, just squalor and, you know, decay. And this is this perfectly preserved gigantic city. And just, I, I, I loved it. Every bit of it. Um, even though it did lead up to the most, um, uh, kind of annoying boss fight that I've had in a video game so far. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's um, a high bar. It is a high bar. Um, and it probably is hyperbole. This game, this game is, is hyperbole based, honestly. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a fight with a dragon slayer and an executioner at the same time. One of them's a big, a big gigantic fat guy who uh, has a hammer who uh, is a lot faster than you would think. The other guy is like Kane from Final Fantasy Four. He's a like a he's a guy in like dragon armor and he has a lance and he shoots lightning at you and shit. I had to fight a bullet like at the same time. Jump eighty feet up in the air. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. No. So so I, I you know again that was that 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 particular fight by itself was probably about two days of uh, of sitting down and playing it. But oh god, the second that I beat that. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a game that rewards the time you put into it. It sounds oh, like most certainly, and I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Do you think you'll go back to Demon Souls? Uh, I fully intend to. Um, I, I really would like to because you know I'm I'm reading threads on something awful about Dark Souls, and there's all these like reference points to it. And I've actually started up and I played through the tutorial of Demon Souls. Now, now, Dennis, you really didn't like Demon Souls, did you? It I, it broke me. <laughs> it uh, it wore me down and it broke me. <laughs> <laughs> you told me that it was like meth. It's better just to not even try it. Yeah, like don't <laughs> don't go there. Don't do that. It's like you you because it, it promises that reward, right? Like it rewards the time you put into it, but only if you really put the time into it, and if you're really. It, I think patience is a is a key element of these games, and I just didn't have that, and so this you know, I'd always see like oh. You know, everyone talks about how fair uh, it is, and that every time you die, you're like, "Oh, I could have done that better." But for, for me, it was like, "But I don't want to take the time to do that better. I just want to like, <laughs> I want to, I want to get through. I want to, you know, I, I just want to be more skilled, and I'm not." And uh, it, so that it wore me down. But it's, it, it's this weird thing where I am, you know, I, I will always, excuse me, be the first. I will always be the first person to profess that I am not a patient man. Mm-hmm. I will tell you if if I if I smell bullshit, if I smell that my time is not being honored, then I will be the first person to turn that off, to turn that game off, you know. Mm-hmm. But this the, Dark Souls, at the very least, and from all accounts, Dark Souls is a lot harder than Demon Souls because there are times like there's an enemy that like its only purpose is like when you fall through a trap door in the sewers, like it's a little frog and it spits a little cloud and that cloud kills you. And when you wake up back at your bonfire, hey, you have half life. Like your yeah. your 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 life bar, it only goes up to half now. And you're like, okay, what do I do? I'm cursed. You know that, that that's what it's called. It's cursed. Well, I I need to find a way to get an item that'll cure this. And if you are at a place where you can encounter more of these, guess what? It stacks three times. Oh wow! So you can hypothetically be running around with only one eighth of your life capacity. And, you know, at once, you know, like what this is doing and you can, you can glean this from, from, uh, from the messages that people leave. It's like, okay, I need to adjust my strategy here and I need to find an optimal route that, you know, causes me to encounter as few, as few of these as possible. On the flip side, there are certain enemies that you can only kill when you're cursed. 
So you can either run, <laughs> so you can either run and get cursed, and then go and try and clear this area, or you can invest souls, which is also your currency, in trying to um, in trying to uh, buy items that will give you curse-like effects. But oh, the you know the curse item it doesn't let you guard from their attacks. Only being actually cursed does. Or you know like oh I'm in this big poison swamp. Well okay, if I want to get these items, I need to find some equipment that'll protect me from poison. Otherwise, I can't do this, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, on down the line. Um, and then there's also the whole, like, you gain humanity points, and you can use humanity in order to reverse hollowing, which is like turning yourself from undead back to human, which is great because when you're human, you can summon people into your game to help you with boss fights. You you know, you, you, you find better items when you're human. But the problem is uh, people can invade you when you're human. So if you don't have the chops to, like, you know, fight off people who might be coming in to wreck your shit, yeah. uh, See. you ought not do that. See, um, from what I saw of Demon Souls, the problem with the invasion system was fundamentally that the only pe you know, it's just like um, griefing and um, ganking in um, MMOs. You only gank if you're for sure going to win. No one ganks people that are the same level as them. So it seemed, seemed like the overall effect was any time someone invades you were pretty much automatically lost. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's actually interesting because um, unlike in things like EverQuest or um, any of these other, other things, um, Invasion is locked to your soul level. So it's only plus or minus 10. Um, so really, at, at that point, it becomes more about equipment than anything. Well, I, I'm, I mean, still, like it seemed like the only person that... I, it always struck me as the only person that would care enough to invade, at least from what I've seen, is the person who cared enough to be like, "I'm just gonna get the best equipment so I can mess with people." Can I give a Can I give you a story real quick sure. about uh, um, really the the first and only time I've won against an invader? Um, sure. I was running around in this uh, gigantic forgotten city area, and um, this this area consists of a lot of like very narrow walkways, right? So I'm I'm walking, and then I get the little notification that says, you know so-and-so has invaded your world. And he's this guy who's wearing like this big black armor and he's a pyromancer. So he's throwing fireballs at me. He's got this gigantic ugly sword and it's like, there's no way that I can get this guy. Because most of my um, strategy, because I'm a, I'm a sorcerer and I, and I wield a spear is, you know, turtling up and then circle straightening, you know, like circling around this guy. Um, but because I'm on narrow walkways, I can't really do that. So I'm trying to like whittle him down and, you know, like run, basically like run, you know, like joust past him. You know, so I need to keep moving because his fireballs can't track me as I'm as I'm going. And so, you know, we're both down to like a quarter health. Now, what's awesome is, you know, every weapon has different attack animations depending on how you do it. Strong, weak, and then which way you're moving when you're when you're going. And with spears, it's great because you can do you can do this like two handed leaping thrust. So you you press uh, Y in my case or triangle in your guys' case to hold your to hold your weapon two handedly. You put your shield on the back and you grab this thing. We're facing each other down, you know, Wild West. <laughs> and I just like do a break at him and I'm like running and he starts charging up his fireball and I do this leaping like lance at him and it's like ha ah! you know both feet up off of the air you know two hands and i'm basically like doing this gigantic like overhand you know shield thrust at him and i not only kill him in one hit but i send him flying off this walkway 
Nice. <laughs> and I manage to stop myself before I fly off myself. And I get, you know, a bunch of nice items and some humanity and some souls for the for the trouble. It was like, this is awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a pretty cool story. It, you, I think the uh, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> the the one time I was invaded, it was it was kind of a shutdown like that. I wound up losing, but like my heart was racing afterwards and everything like that. Like there is something to having someone coming after you that ups the ante. There's so, you know, so much of the game you spend um, analyzing attack animations, like, you know, per, more so than like memorizing the layout of the, le- of the levels, which you do because there's no map. Um, you memorize like, OK, I'm fighting this size of skeleton warrior who is carrying this combination of weapons or this weapon and this shield, et cetera, et cetera. And you learn what to watch for and how they move and like what, you know, because if they start swinging this way, well, should I roll out of the way or should I block? And you kind of internalize these things and you learn how to bait them into certain behaviors because they're AI and AI is inherently stupid. (laughs) When you start dealing with somebody who's on the other end of those sticks, then it becomes a whole different ballgame. Because, you know, you, you don't know how to predict that. You don't know how to predict what they're going to do because they have their own loadout. They have their own, their, their, their own uh, skills. They have their own equipment, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think it would be cool if, you know, you're talking about it being level locked to, you know, plus or minus 10. If when you invaded, you could not see anything about the person you were invading. So it was complete grab bag if this was someone that would be about your level, easy to kill, or, like, way above you. Oh, no, you can't. See, but then you don't, no you don't see. Oh, you don't see? No. Interesting. The only time that you can see facts about people who've invaded you or people that you've invaded is if you buy an item called the Book of the Guilty, and that is bound to a particular faction, and then, huh. like, that is, like, after the fact. So, like, you can go in there and look, and you see the name of the person. You can look at their stat loadout and their weapons, um, but that's afterward, and that is only if you're part of that covenant, so... Huh. So yeah, like, I still it's feel just like visual. I, I don't think people would invade if they weren't like almost assured victory. But that's a nice little piece of risk reward. Yeah, I mean, would you ever invade someone? Oh yeah, um, if I if I were um, if I were the kind of person who uh, were to join one of those uh, covenants that really in, you know encouraged it and enabled it. Uh, because otherwise it, it requires the use of a cons- uh, consumable item, which I don't have very many of, and I don't know how to find more of. Huh. Whereas if you al- align yourself with certain parts of the single player game, then you become the kind of person who says, okay, we're going to, you know, you're, you're going to invade the people who meet these conditions. So people who are trespassing in the woods or people who've killed this certain person or people who there, there's like a whole covenant that is like, okay, you're going to hunt down and kill people who have betrayed their own covenants. So, <laughs> you're going to kill people who have killed our king. How many people killed your king? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how, how did that work? Yeah. Well, I mean, in this game, you know, uh, it, you know, in this game, you know, probably he dies several times while trying to, you know, brush his teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. Uh, so yeah, that's my that's my Dark Souls story. Um, I'm probably gonna have it beaten by the time we talk next. But wow! See, I really want to play this game. Um, maybe it's just the Lovecraft thing, but it really reminds me of. Um, I don't know. Did you ever read any of the Dream Cycle? No, um, I have not. But I know, I know you're talking about like Nalartha Tap and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's uh yeah it's really good from a from a narrative standpoint from like once you get get used to the controls standpoint just from a straight experiential standpoint it feels like probably one of the most lovingly crafted games i've played hmm. there's just so much care that has gone to every single you know frame of this honestly so i i'm loving it you guys know that so any final <laughs> questions before we stop nope okay <laughs> And um, on and on the McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So that was episode number one hundred and thirty-nine of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games, the late night edition, the holiday edition. So what can you do next? Well, you can go to duckfeet.tv slash Don't Tree Riddle and find all of our old episodes. Do a search uh, for any games that you might be interested in. You can see our thoughts on those particular things. You can also subscribe to us in iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a rating. All of that is fantastic. You can also check us out on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash don't tree riddle. Uh, you can uh, like us there. You can leave some comments, etc., etc., and on down the line. But most of all, most of all, I think you can keep on listening and uh, let us know what you think in any way, shape or form and tell your friends. Is there anything I'm forgetting fellas? How did you say rate us on? Oh, have a good Christmas is good. Well, of course. Yeah. Did you say rate us on iTunes? Yes, I did. Okay, no. <laughs> yes, but do have a good Christmas. You're you're listening to this. If you're if you're a, a hyper fan, you're listening to this on the Friday before Christmas Eve. Be safe. Enjoy time with your family. If you're fortunate enough to still have your family around, and if you're not, you know, fi- find people to share the time with. You know, it's it, it can it can be a magical, you know, uh, time of the year. Uh, you know, to kind of count your blessing and blessings and things like that. Um, and play some video games. Damn it, if you got any for <laughs> Christmas. Um, and play some video games with your friends and play some video games with, uh, with people that you love and talk about video games with people that you love. That is what we are all about here. So for Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, my name is Cole Ross. I'm Dennis. My- oh, boy. <laughs> One at a time, fellas. I- I'm Dennis. <laughs> David Money Smith. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> your name's Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh have a merry christmas.